Hey, dear listener, do you enjoy listening to us ramble incoherently about Canadian politics and history? Boy, do we have a special fucking treat for you. We've got our first ever official live show at a bar. It's at Two Crows Brewing on uh, Brunswick Street in Halifax on Sunday, May the 26th at 8 p.m. And uh, if you go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, if you look at the banner at the top, it will take you to the tickets so that you can uh, book a ticket and come and spend some quality time. It is going to be a very intimate affair. There are like only about 50 tickets available. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to drink a lot. We're going to quiz. Reese is going to quiz me at the end, but he's also going to quiz the audience and see if they know more than I do. And any alcohol you buy, Reese and I, we promise to drink it no matter how much it is. If you want to hold our hair while we barf in the plants outside of the bar, we'll do that for you. So go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, click the banner at the top, and on Sunday, May the 26th at Two Crows Brewing on Brunswick Street, we will see you there. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well. Hello Fresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at hellofresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Jesse, are you ready for the best spy Canadian spy stories you've ever heard in your life? Are we recording? Are we doing yes. this right now? Yes. Just jumping right into it? Yes. Two feet first? Yes. Yeah? Yes. Well, actually, first of all, let's just say we are back together again. Yay! In, a stu- in, in the new studio that is not small like Jesse said it would be. It's, it's actually... Way bigger, way more comfortable. It's great. There's a window where you can wave to people through it while you record, (laughs) like like in the movies. You just like getting in here and surprising people with your naked body, don't you? Doing it one of those records again. <laughs> People so, come in first thing in the morning, expecting to work at a I call it civilized sounds, workplace. Is is actually uh, art, and I co- it's called the sounds of the flash. <laughs> so, Jesus Christ! It's an art installation. Anyway, when yeah, your, one of your employees um, comes in, looks through the window, and you're trying to slap your <laughs> armpit with your foot, and it's just that's a very distinguished, uh, a very unique I, I, sound well, that you're, you you haven't gotten yet, but I've watched you try. I just I just like to create. That's all I like to do. Uh, so we're we're not doing Canadian politics for the next ten days. Is that no, right? No. no, this is like this is like a, a mini woofuck act that has nothing to do with the Winter Festival of an aligned celebration. Yeah, you got it. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Um, this is all about a special season, all about uh, Canadian spy stories, and I, I don't think many Canadians think about their involvement in espionage. They always, you know, I just don't think... And it's also not portrayed in movies. Do you think a lot about Canadian spies? I didn't even think Canadians had... Canada had spies. I didn't, Canadian Canadians Canadian, had spies? No, I didn't. 
They do. I've got news for I you. Mean, they're really good then. Well, I've got news for you, pal. <laughs> they do, they did, and they will. Yeah. They have. All right. So, um, yeah. uh, 10 daily episodes that we, we hope you'll enjoy listening to us every day. Um, okay. For 10 days. And I'll, oh, you forgot the, the act at the end of a fuck act. I know I did. And you said I did it right. So I just gave so up. So we both gave up. <laughs> <laughs> we, we got our own religious holiday wrong. So we got that wrong every we day. We did get that wrong. So, <laughs> how, so how have you been? I haven't. Um, I've been. I've been crazy busy. What have you been doing? I've been crazy busy too. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, my you're voice, never. You're never so crazy. busy. My voice has increased an octave. <laughs> um, no, no, I'm. I'm good. Um, I want to know where you got this kitschy mug from. I'm drinking one of his coffees from his his office kitchen, and it says it's this like white curvy mug that seems like it belongs in like a, an Instagram post. It says, ride bikes, have fun, feel good. Where'd you, where'd you get this I found that on the floor outside when we moved in. <laughs> that seems enjoy, right. enjoy your coffee. <laughs> uh, it's never been washed. It's never been washed. Uh, the rain probably washed it. I had an art teacher, and he used to bring um, animal bones and skulls in, and... Um, I was always like, oh, do you, can you touch that? And he said, oh, no, this, this is, is this is a teacher? This is a teacher, an art teacher. Like a, used to oh, bring, an art teacher, not a math teacher. He used okay, to bring just... in skulls and bones, and we would have to draw them. And I was like, hey, how did, how did you clean this? He was like, I didn't clean it, nature did. So there's, <laughs> a, there's a field, and like the animals die, and they roll down the hill, and they into a trench, and the rain washes the flesh off, and it's clean. Nature cleaned it. And I'm <laughs> like, but he's sure that I don't know if that's a thing. <laughs> but anyway, you know. <laughs> Yeah, nature cleaned it with flesh-eating bacteria. That's exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and now I'm drawing it. So. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, it's, it's uh, not very sanitary. So, uh, uh, how, when do you think the fir- Canada first had a spy? We're just jumping right into it. We're going to jump right into it. You don't it. give a shit what I did this week, do you? you oh, yeah, sorry, sorry no, Jesse. Not, no, 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 fuck it. Tell, tell me about your... No, I don't care. I'm not going to tell you. No, how is no, your, I don't care. I'm not going to tell you. How's the film going? I don't give a shit. How's the film going? No, fuck it. Okay, cool. Let's get on with the content then. spies. Fuck you. So, it sounds like your film went okay. <laughs> I'll tell you another time. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just do a bonus episode about you talking about your film. <laughs> just a rant. Jesse's film rant episode. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah. Yeah, so when do you think the first Canadian spy was invented? Invented? Or when do you think that Canada had spies? Um... Is this an actual, can I get a hint? Like a, a deck, is there, I'll see if I can guess. Is it, is it 1944? No, you're off by just under a century. Oh, oh. So uh, the first, this is episode one. It's called Canada's Canada's Secret Police and the Fenian Raids. The, the Fenian Raids? The Fenian Raids. Fenian, like with an F or a P-H? Fenian? F-E-N- I-A-N-S. Fenians. All right. Yeah. Could that be so, Fenians? It might be the Fenians. Could it be Fenians? It might be the Fenians. All right. The Fenians sounds good, actually. Yeah. I'm going to go with the Fenians. Someone will correct us. They will. <laughs> Thank you in advance to that person. <laughs> um, so we're glad you'll take the time out of your busy life. Um, th- so they were a secret society of Irish patriots who'd uh, emigrated to, to, uh, from Ireland to the United States and to, to Canada. Okay. Um, and That's pretty cool. Uh, I think what it was was they, they hated the British Empire because Ireland was trying to fight for his independence outside of the British Empire. Because I don't know if you know this, but the UK is made up of many smaller nations. I've heard. 
um, and Ireland was the first to, to get out. And, oh. But it took a long time for them to get there. I didn't know that. A lot of fighting. A lot of bad things happened. So... Um, there was there was a hell of a lot of support for Irish nationalism in Canada, and there were uh, the number of sworn. F- <clears throat> I'm going to say Fenians. Sure, it just sounds like an alien. Honestly. It. I'm going to say Fenians. <laughs> um, the number of sworn Fenians was only about three thousand people out of a quarter of a million Irish Catholics. The what? Sorry, say that again. So there were people. People swore to the to this uh, Fenian organization, um, and there was only. Whenever, whenever you say it, you know it reminds me of the Ferengi from Star Trek. I don't think that's a helpful thing to have in your head. When you I'm talk very about. helpful. Yes, please continue. <laughs> that's, that's very unhelpful. <laughs> so there were a quarter of a million Irish Catholics in Canada at the time. And a very, basically 3,000 or less supported these this organization that was uh, all about Irish freedom, Irish nationalism. This um, is the Fenians we're talking Yes, yeah, yeah. And lots of people were sympathetic, but they weren't actually signed up to join in this brotherhood. So that essentially the Fenians were almost like a, a secret army. Of, of separatist Irish. Yes, who could... The idea was they would they wanted to attack Canada what? from America, because America was an independent country, but Canada was still part of the British Empire. So they were like, hey, how can we help all our family back in Ireland? Let's attack Canada, because it's an extension of Britain. I guess. <laughs> sure. So, <laughs> it's like a second front. Yeah. If, you, if, if I may, if I would, if I may. I a guess. second front. Um, uh. Okay. So, so they essentially la- they, they would launch armed attacks from the USA into Canada. This is in the eighteen sixties. So hold on, you're saying they moved from Ireland to the states and then up to Canada? No, they lived in America. Oh, and they but they would launch armed raids. Oh, because they'd already left. They'd already left. Yeah. So, so they were and they essentially... didn't want to live in Canada because Canada was an extension of the no, place they, they, they already they left like, from. They like living in the USA. They just wanted to attack. British interests, so which Can- happened to Can- be Canada. Canada, right? Canada was a British interest, so they crossed. as was Australia, but that's too far away. Let's face it. Yeah, that wasn't next door, Jesse. You <laughs> right. couldn't walk there, so <laughs> you couldn't walk to Canada. <laughs> so the um, they were named after ancient Irish warriors. That's where they got the name from. Okay, um, and they they wanted to take Canadian territory by force and hold it, and then exchange it for chunks of island or for Irish freedom. So they thought... Did they know how big Canada was? Yeah, but that's, that's <laughs> but then there's, there weren't many people in Canada. So you could take a chunk of Canada over, and Canada's so big. At that time in the 1860s, Canada wasn't even Canada. Yeah, but to take over the entire land, I mean, like, if you went to, let's say, Winnipeg. I like bringing up Winnipeg. If you went to Winnipeg, and at the time, Winnipeg wasn't nearly as big as it is today... Right. Yeah. Or even existed, I'm guessing, because it was the Republic of. Remember, we did an episode of this. The the Republic of Manitoba. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah at the time. So they, if they tried to take over the Republic of Manitoba, which is huge. Right. And they say they got they, they took it over the city. Oh, my God. We got your little city, your little town, whatever. And then all the people who were there, they just kind of moved over and started again. Like you, you do. You, you're not actually holding the whole republic, the whole province. You're just pushing people to the side and saying, yeah, we but, got it. But if you take over the bit where everybody lives as in a town and a city. Yeah. The rest is just countryside. Yeah. Yes. But yeah, I guess. Which is why they know. bombed cities, not fields. <laughs> right. All right, fine. Fine. In, yeah. I thought I had a point. I don't yeah. have a point. Well done, Jesse. Thank you. Congratulations <laughs> on your point. So um, 
1865, the British Empire crushed the Irish independence movement at that time. Oh. And uh, at, in 18... I don't care. 1865. So there was a big thrust for independence, and it was crushed by the British Empire. Okay. Um, so there were a lot of Irish veterans who had fought in the American Civil War. So they hated Britain. Ireland had been lost his chance at independence. They were trained. They were battle-hardened. They they decided that they had to keep fighting for their homeland. So they decided to to ramp it up a bit. So the actual Fenian movement grew to at 10,000 men. So now this secret army suddenly was 10,000 strong and full of people who Jesus. knew how to do fighting. They were good at fights. Gun fights, sword fights. What other kind of fights? All the fights. Tell me more. Um, pillow fights. <laughs> I don't know. Um, fist fights. Um, <laughs> and, and then that, that, that grew quite quickly again to 14,000. So in April 19, um, 1865, they staged a raid against um, Compobello Island in New Brunswick uh, and destroyed a few buildings. I've never heard of this Island. Campobello Island. Are you show me? Campobello. Campobello. Bello. Campobello. Give us Island. a shout out if anybody's from Campobello. Woo! Campobello. Uh, it's the largest and only inhabited island in Campobello. The island's permanent population in 2016 was 872. Campobello. So, uh, it's 14 kilometers long. Campobello. And 300 foot tall. Campobello. Campobello. Uh, so anyway, they, they burned Campobello. some stuff. This small island. With Campobello. Island. Campobello. Do you work Campobello. for the Campobello Island Tourist Campobello. Board? Campobello. <laughs> so uh, the Fenians. I may have had too much coffee. Just, you may? I may. may it's possible. Um, <laughs> anyway, so the Fenians. Capabella. Stop saying Capabella. It's, it's really to fun to say. I like it. It's just Fenians or Fenians. You, you decide. Frankie, go. The Fenians no, no, uh, then decided come. that destroying a few buildings on the island that you like singing Capabella. wasn't enough. Um, so they decided to strike at modern-day Quebec. Okay. Not modern day Quebec. They didn't travel, they time didn't, travel, they like didn't travel forward in time and attack Quebec. <laughs> they travel. They attack the area that is now modern day Quebec. What's that coming down the driveway, Reese? It's me with a fresh delivery from the ad man. Come oh my smell gosh. it! I will come smell it. I love how your ads smell. Oh golly, it's oh, fresh. Yeah, stuff it in my face. <laughs> Ah, oh, fresh smack ads. me in the face with it. Oh, yeah, just the way I like it. Ads. So they had to mobilize 20,000 Canadian volunteers and 13 small steamboats to, okay. to, to stop this raid from coming over. Wow. Did they, did, did they work? <laughs> really enjoying this. That's great. And, uh, it kind of. I'd like to know kind when of we did. get to the spies kind part of, of it. Well, but this is this is this is actually the next sentence, Jesse. Oh, this is all. This is all just back, your mind again. This is backstory. Right. So, I want you to call them the Ferengi just once. No, just. So the Canadian government realized yeah. they only had militia. They didn't have. A, they didn't have an army. That's fine. They only had militia, and they had no information on when these people were going to cross over the border and attack. Yeah. So, who needs that? That's fine. So in 80, early 1865, they established a Canadian secret police. 
Okay. Which was technically the first ever Canadian spy agency. There we go. There we go. So they. So can I guess what happened? Uh, so they had pens that blew up. They yeah, had a, an they, Aston Martin that could flip upside down and be a cat. All these gadgets. Yeah, they had a deck of playing cards that would emit sleeping gas. Mm-hmm. Right. They had a rocket that blew up. Yeah. And a rocket that sucked in. <laughs> a rocket that sucked in. Yeah. That blew in. And uh, um, and they had a, like just a handful of rocks that they could throw at people. But did they go across the border to quote, I'm doing air quotes here. You can't see me because well, you're on a podcast. Are you ready? You can see me. Our listener can't see us. Quote, unquote, became part of the Ferengi. Fer- now I, I, I just want to call them Ferengi. No, the Fenians. The Fenians. They became so, part of the Fenians so that they could report back as to what well, the Fenians are going to do. It's almost like you should work for a spy agency, Jesse. Right. So the spies attempted to infiltrate the movement. Hold on. With hold mixed on. Just, results. Hold on. Just wait a second. So I'm going to take what you said to heart. If any spy agency out there thinks I'd be a good fit, Give us a call. Just a give me, a give public me a decoration of employment. Yeah, I'll be a spy. On okay. a public podcast is, is a really good way to get into a secret agency. <laughs> <laughs> so well done. Thank you. <laughs> Actually, I'm gonna, I've got a future episode where we'll talk about recruitment. So. Oh. Um, and, and informers from <laughs> the, the secret police, the Canadian secret police, uh, informed the government with tips um, that varied greatly in quality. So something like, they might be a Tuesday to... But, um, they're definitely coming on Tuesday. Um, there were many informers supplying so much information that they actually struggled to work out what was fact and what was just made up. So it worked, but then they had to work, go through all these rumors. Why would they make it up? Why would the spies make up their information? Well, they were, I guess they were probably paying people for information. Or like giving them like, hey, do you want to join this app? Oh, kind of like per per yeah. bit of information. We'll pay you per bit of information. Exactly. So like yeah, yeah, yeah. Bob the spy comes back on Tuesdays to oh, say like, like, hey, have you seen any Fanians around? I don't know. My memory ain't so good no more. <laughs> and then he like pulls out a note. Maybe this will refresh your mind. Ah, they were here Tuesday, like that. What well, time on Tuesday? Oh gosh, oh, that's oh, oh, my brain isn't what it used to be. Oh, right. Here's some more money. Oh, uh, three p.m. Yeah, <laughs> like that. That's how I imagine. Um, so they actually started uh, intercepting the spy. Bob the spy. <laughs> they started intercepting mail across the border and reading everyone's mail. Wow! Um, and they oh, sent shitheads. And they sent <laughs> freelance spies to New York. Um, if I if I knew that was happening, I would send. Like, would you the be most, a freelance spy? No, but I would send the most salacious letters across the border, knowing that they were going to be read. To like just send them to nobody, and knowing that the government was going to read these like <laughs> disgusting, strangers, just horrifying letters. Just. <laughs> um, and would the, I be? What did you ask me? Would I be what? Would you be a freelance spy? I mean, if I got to get bribed like that. The thing is, maybe, when you're freelance, like, you're only as good as your last gig. So. <laughs> Did you stop the nuclear devices? No, everyone's dead. So <laughs> that's why am I laughing? Oh, now, now I'm not getting any more work. <laughs> so, um, so the the Fenian headquarters was in New York, um, and they were also they also got information from the con- British consulates in New York, Buffalo, Boston, and Philadelphia. Um, and there were so many Fenian informers paying visits to the British consulate. It sounds like something the Transformers would fight. I know the Fenian tra- the Fenian informers the Fenian Just... informers uh, they they, they... <laughs> Autobots assemble <laughs> um, so the Fenians assemble Fenians assemble, Fenians assemble. <laughs> um, anyway that's, that's the Fenian yeah the Transformers a lot of people died <laughs> <laughs> 
So is that you're just gonna stop my stop my funny anecdote by telling me that a lot of people died? A lot it of works. People, it's effective. A lot of people died. <laughs> anyway, um, so the. Um, uh, <laughs> I mean, everyone we're talking about died because it was in history, but you know. Um, it reminds me of this. Uh, I tell you, just quick, quick aside. This uh, show with a bunch of comedians trying to make other comedians laugh, and they're just all stuck in a room together. And one comedian finds a book of puppies, and he just starts flipping through the book of puppies. But he he sees at the beginning that it's like thirty years old. And he's like, "Oh, all these puppies are dead!" And he just starts flipping through. Oh, that puppy's dead. Flips the next page. That puppy's dead. Flips the next. That puppy's definitely dead. And he was just everyone had a hard time not laughing. Please, um, there's nobody at best anecdotes. <laughs> Reese just stares at me blank face, <laughs> waiting for me to stop talking. <laughs> Jesse, Please. tell him the anecdote about the book of dead puppies. <laughs> Lightens the room. <laughs> um, it's one of my best party jokes. It's it is. So, uh, in the British Consul in New York, there was a Nova Scotian called Edward Archibald. Um, There's nobody fucking called Archibald anymore. Or uh, Archie. Like, that name's just dead. It's a shame. If you have a child out there, listener, and you're wondering, it was what actually his last him, name, but. Well, you can call someone Archie. Archie and Jughead. Archibald. You know? Yeah. You should name your kid Archie. Just saying. If you're thinking, like, what should we name our fucking kid? Archie. Archie. I think it's pretty. I think it's come back. I think there's people. Call we're making. We're making a comeback right now. Yeah. Right? Well, when you have children, you can call it. You can call him Archie. No thanks. I'm, okay. I'm not going to call him anything. <laughs> <laughs> Child. Anyway. Child, it's ready for dinner. Yeah. Small human. It's it's small human. It's time for the hot food. <laughs> Genetic mishmash of me and my partner. Gets it's you. just too long. Yeah, it's too yeah, long. I'm Genetic a, mishmash. I'm a fan of brevity. Me and my. Are you trying to do an acronym? Gumbom. Anyway, um, Genetic mishmash of me, Gamom, and my Gamomop. Gamomamp. Gamomamp. There we are. Archie or Gamomamp. Those are the names. Those are your picks. Anyway, uh, Edward Archibald uh, was feared for his, fearing for his daughter's life because there were so many informers coming back and forth that there might be some kind of attack or something. Anyway, uh, on June the 1st, 19. On June the 1st, 1866, not 1966, right. not wrong century, right. an advanced Reese. party of 1,000 heavily armed Fenians crossed the Niagara River from Buffalo, New York. In uh, barrels? And they were led by John O'Neill, a former U.S. cavalry officer. No, or um, tightrope. Oh, sweet. No, I imagine that would be impressive as fuck. <laughs> I, think there's a, I think there's a bridge. Um uh, and he he had served in Ohio and West Virginia during the Civil War. Um, the Fenians captured the undefended town of Fort Erie. They captured the railway and the telegraph lines. Wow. Um, they arrested the town council and customs and border officials. Uh, they forced the town's bakeries and hotels to provide them with food. <laughs> they seized horses and tools, and they began to build trenches and fortifications. They forced the bakery to bake them baked goods. I want a baguette. My, I kid, mean, my like, kid's called baguette long bread. I mean, like I love. If, if the if you know if England was they, they long bread, long bread. That's adorable. <laughs> <laughs> I want some of that crusty long bread. Okay. That's that's really yeah. cute. Anyway, no. What I was going to say is like if if the you know the European government was in touch with any of the people that were taken over at all, they could just inform the bakery to poison all of the bread that they. That's it. You're done. They kill the birds. Well, I mean, as an aside, yeah. <laughs> It's the first thing you think of. Is like, okay, <laughs> poor birds. <Yeah. laughs> um, 
So 22,000 militia volunteers were mobilised um, and several British infantry units. Uh, six Canadians were injured. So you're saying that our spies really worked? This, no, well, they invaded and took <laughs> over, so they, this is a, they missed. They missed on this. They missed the day that they were they coming missed, over. Yeah, yeah, they missed this. Um, six Canadians were injured, 36 were taken prison. The Fenians lost nine men with 14 wounded. Uh, O'Neill was... Out of 1,000? Yeah. it's pretty good. It's not bad. Uh, <laughs> O'Neill was forced to withdraw back to the United States, and they were arrested, but O'Neill was soon paroled. So basically, actually, the, the Fenians had a lot of support in America from Irish-Americans, a prominent Irish-Americans, so often they weren't punished and were secretly funded by some people within within the society because wow. they, they, they were all fighting for you know to free island back in right they wanted home rule so in response the government suspended so they didn't they couldn't hold it they couldn't hold this they couldn't hold it they were pushed okay. back so all right um in response the canadian government suspended habeas corpus what the fuck is that is it something to do with dead people okay no i'm joking i think i think it's the right <laughs> to have a trial so what? Oh. Right. So, which is pretty serious. Yeah. So they were all just judged and sentenced. Yeah. So they they, they like, like they Judge Dredd. <laughs> yeah, like Judge Dredd. So. <laughs> that was uh, my <laughs> terrible Sylvester Stallone impersonation. I was trying to figure. I can't. I can't do uh, impersonations. But anyway. <laughs> No, yeah. but I, I actually, a lot, people, a lot of diehard uh, <laughs> Judge Dredd fans didn't like that film, but I enjoyed it. I like, yeah, yeah. It was okay. It was, yeah, yeah. His brother Rico. It was okay. It wasn't great. Anyway, so they suspended habeas corpus for one year so no one could die. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> the government banned death for a year. And acutely aware of the Fenian threat, they forced, they fortified the parliamentary buildings. Um, and got ready for the sudden introduction of explosive preparations. So uh, what happened then as well was Thomas Darcy McGee. Um, what a name. Was, uh, he, spoke, he was Irish, obviously, and he spoke out against the Fenians and was then assassinated. Oh, my God. He was shot and killed on, the, on Spark Street in Ottawa. Wow. So they created the, um, the, the Dominion Police Force had been formed because Canada just confederated recently. Um, and they they adapted the Dominion Police Force to protect buildings of the federal government. They basically became bodyguards for government leaders because of this assassination and this external threat. These were the these were the spies. That these are the spies. Yeah, uh, no, the spies became part of this Dominion Police Force that eventually became the RCMP. Yeah. Um, and they would carry out secret service work. Uh, they were uh, they would enforce certain laws, um, including those relating to counterfeiting and human trafficking. And they were they were supposed to keep the peace at railways and canals that were under construction or important to the country. So essentially, Canada was like, "We're a country now. We need some kind of security apparatus to protect our leaders and the country." Right. And that's so that so because the spies of, became that. Yeah. Organization. Exactly. Exactly. So what happened then as well was the, the Fenians uh, had one last attempt. They did try and invade Manitoba. You were quite prophetic wow. there. Right. Um, and they were hoping to support Louis Rial and the Métis. Um, but so he took, uh, so O'Neill, who was arrested before and led them before, took 40 men over a took over a customs office, but instead of supporting O'Neill, real re raised volunteers to defend against them. And soldiers from Winnipeg uh, met the invaders and they were arrested. Uh, and the, this kind of ended the Fenian raids for good. And what happened, though, hmm. um, these, this external threat really drove an idea of um, nationhood 
and that Canada was a coherent country. It really helped with confederation because <laughs> still not they were like, we need to, country, we need... let's face it. No, but at, at the time it was like, hey, we're a, a bunch of colonies. Hey, we're uh, a country. Sure. And it are. was like, oh, we need to team up and have a police force and, and you know, go to prison without a trial. So let's be a country. So, <laughs> so, so that, those are the first spies. What wow. Do th- what do you think about that? I think this is a very long episode for... For the first episode, if we're doing this for 10 days in a row, we might want to shorten Oh, this them. is the shortest one. <laughs> this is the, are you serious? No. No. <laughs> no, there are shorter ones. But, but it was a lot to get through. There. It, was a, it was a lot to get through. Um, I mean, you know, it's... Yeah. You know, so Canada was, had a secret police. That's kind of neat. They didn't do a very good job. <laughs> well, they, they did for a while, but I mean, it was, different, it was different in those did days. They, <laughs> I mean, they did they, they did win in the end. No, well, Canada won, but like the spies were supposed to let us know when the Fenians were coming over to attack, and they didn't. That was their one job. Yeah. Their one job. But maybe they prevented other attacks that you don't know about. Maybe. Well, maybe. I, don't maybe know. I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> You're the one teaching me. I don't know. <laughs> so, anyway, this has been the first of the spy season Yay. daily show so we'll be the back next episodes may be shorter i don't know i mean it's up to how long reese wants up, to edit these to things it's i don't know man me. if you want to have 25 minute episodes for each one of these then i am king <laughs> so <laughs> just shut up and learn <laughs> shut up and learn that's our new slogan that's a new t-shirt shut up shut up and learn shut up and learn yeah no, i like that um that's good it's my new attitude what's so, the acronym for that shut up and swall 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 motherfucker <laughs> we might not want to swear so much on this I, know, sorry. I think we're still being <laughs> sponsored possibly shut up and learn <laughs> anyway so uh i hope you all have a uh, a wonderful day we'll see you tomorrow what's their what's the call to action for today for uh, our listeners listen tomorrow that's it yeah, please <laughs> please come back <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll continue with more canadian politics after the 10 days of spies we promise yeah but for now more spies tomorrow more spies yay and when you wake up make sure you're late for work just lie in bed listen to our show and then go back to sleep oh, I like dreaming that. of canadian secret police i like that that's good habeas yeah, corpus suspensionist and ferengi yeah, yeah. and ferengi Okay. Uh, oh, hey. I got you to say it. Yay. Yay. <laughs> Minor success. <Yay. laughs> God, I hate Star Trek. <laughs>
Hey, dear listener, do you enjoy listening to us ramble incoherently about Canadian politics and history? Boy, do we have a special fucking treat for you. We've got our first ever official live show at a bar. It's at Two Crows Brewing on uh, Brunswick Street in Halifax on Sunday, May the 26th at 8 p.m. And uh, if you go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, if you look at the banner at the top, it will take you to the tickets so that you can uh, book a ticket and come and spend some quality time. It is going to be a very intimate affair. There are like only about 50 tickets available. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to drink a lot. We're going to quiz. Reese is going to quiz me at the end, but he's also going to quiz the audience and see if they know more than I do. And any alcohol you buy, Reese and I, we promise to drink it, no matter how much it is. If you want to hold our hair while we barf in the plants outside of the bar, we'll do that for you. So go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, click the banner at the top, and on Sunday, May the 26th at Two Crows Brewing on Brunswick Street, we will see you there. 